0: what up what up fantasy football hustler back at you yo yo yo
1: spencer the guru rapping the guru nation
2: hey and i'm bogart sky free you can call me bogey that's the shit
0: yeah, yeah. Golf. <laughs> <laughs> and we're bringing you <laughs> some dynasty talk per use and we're talking about some dynasty startup strategy in this one now that the nfl draft is right upon us. We know that a bunch of dynasty leagues are going to start, so we're just talking fresh dynasty startup. We're just going to give a little tidbits from each of us, and we're letting Bogey kick it off.
2: Okay, yeah, man. I'm, I guess you know, I guess I I'll approach this uh, when I'm when I'm looking at uh, dynasty startup, and in this case, we're going to preference this as Superflex because that's like that's like the best dynasty format to play in and i would say you know i'm 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 going i'm going qbs early on this thing man that that, that that's how i'm rocking That's, that's usually my first approach you know what i mean um if you're in a if you're on if it's a startup so it's a snake you know what i mean if you're in the back end you know what i mean maybe uh you know maybe i'll consider uh a running back there but Nine times out of ten, I'm going QB and receiver early because they just have the longer shelf life.
0: Gotcha, and gotcha. I feel like in these dynasty startups, I mean, within the first two rounds, I mean, pretty much everyone is probably going to have their first QB. But how early are you taking, like, your top two QBs, though? Um, I guess you got to kind of get a feel for the group.
2: I'm, I'm – definitely if i'm in the top five there's without a shadow of a doubt i'm going qb because that top five as it stands now in no particular order we're talking allen mahomes um herbert burrow you know what i mean and then you could interchange you know that fifth sixth guy you know what i mean whether it's uh you know a kyler murray or uh I mean, I've even seen Crazes pull Lance up all the way that high, man. And that's, I don't suggest that, but like, it's just, I want, when it comes to the, let's say the top four then, right? Is that better? Cause then that's. Yeah. Really I'd probably say
1: I- the top four would be the tier one. And then that you got like Kyler, Dak, Lamar, where it are probably a little more volatile.
2: Yeah. And, um, and then if I was to say, if I have Kyler as the fifth guy, you know, off the board for me, he probably I mean, he has he has the crazy upside, you know what I mean? Like it's still a mobile QB, and then and even with the recency bias, Lamar is gonna be at a, at a somewhat value because this time last year he's a guy that's coming off the board like third as a QB, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but but I'm definitely pulling off those motherfuckers early and often because I mean there's a good there's gonna be guys that go Jonathan Taylor and I won't fault them. There's going to be guys that go Jamar chase and Justin Jefferson. I definitely don't fault them, but like if you're getting into your fourth round of a, of, of a startup super flex and now you're looking at starting it with, and say, everyone's going QB crazy. You know what I mean? It's a big drop off of guys that you're not, you know, you're not going to feel secure with for years to come. You know what I mean?
1: That's for sure. Spencer, where are you going with your first, like two to three picks? For sure, yeah. It depends on where I draft. You know, if I pick get to pick up front, of course, I'll take one of the big four quarterbacks. I mean, that's pretty cut and dry and a super flex. But i tell you what, if I have a mid to late rounder, I would not at all be opposed to going running back or receiver. Probably running back, though, because to me, running backs are still pretty scarce, even though it's super flex. Like guys like JT and you can throw in like Najee Harris, Javante Williams. The running backs with a shelf life. You know they don't grow on trees because I mean you got the you got all your committee backfields plus the guys like the King Henry is getting up there Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke. I mean it's just they they with those guys getting up there, I feel like the guys like the younger guys that are emerging at running back are even more valuable to the point to where this might sound crazy, but I might consider going back to back running backs or at least two of my first three picks running backs if i'm picking in that mid to late range but i will admit i'd want to grab at least one quarterback in the first three rounds no matter where i'm picking because if you don't i feel like you're gonna really be up a creek be up shit's creek with no paddle at that position because we all know how the quarterback runs can go so definitely would like to get like a russell wilson or matthew stafford at least, a, like a veteran anchor, if I decide to do that RB early strategy.
2: Those are two great examples, too, man. Because the age of, of you know, a thirty-four year old Matthew Stafford and a thirty-three year old Russell Wilson. I mean, I, I,
1: they're not old to me.
0: You know what I mean? Right,
1: like, right. Yeah, they've still got some shelf life left. And then with the rest of my picks, I can just take like you know younger guys with upside. There's a lot of times where I've
2: seen I'll see people going for like. Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence before, like a Stafford in them. and I just – uh, I can do that.
1: Don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe Lawrence, but definitely not Fields, man, being on that train wreck. Lord, <laughs> I, I, I don't like Fields for starting up because it's like, shoot, if he gets stuck on the Bears, he might not be really fantasy relevant as far as being a top 24 quarterback for another year or two because on there I don't – I don't see him even being I mean, sortable. A lot of come weeks. on,
2: not top twenty four.
1: He's got. A I receiver. don't know, man. I know he's got the rushing, but man, that's gonna. He's got no receivers, bro. His passing number is gonna be oh ugly. God. See, the thing is with the QBs.
0: I mean, when we talk single QBs, I mean we're never even gonna be thinking about a guy like Justin Fields. But yeah, in a super flex, he might not be worth starting on a, in a twelve team league. That's twenty four QBs. You know, right there. Maybe some teams are a little bit more stacked. You know, than others, but yeah, I mean. There is a third guys. though, right? <laughs> oh, <sucks> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a good third. I'll admit that because of the rush.
1: You know?
0: Okay. <laughs> but yeah, well, when we talk QB, when we talk of QB three, we're talking QB 25 and below. Let me, you know? let,
2: let's test this real quick. <laughs> who 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 are you guys going in over? Uh, who you guys going in for first? Justin Fields or Davis Mills?
1: Mills. Uh, okay. Ooh. I like that. You like Mills, I, I, Well, I love Mills
2: too much. I just, I, I, like just I, saying, I just, sh- I
1: just shat on Fields, but I'd probably still go Fields over Mills because I'm not really a Mills believer. I think he's just a stopgap there. I think the Texans are going to end up with one of the big dogs in the 23 class. I, okay, see, really... based on
2: that, based on that
1: though, I can't, I I, I, I
2: can't argue with that because I couldn't definitively say he's their guy. But I mean, if I'm in a startup too,
0: for
1: Let's be real. I'd like Fields. to take both of them. Maybe like if I wait on the second quarterback to Fields and the Judge. I, but that but would here's be the thing: decent. though. Fields
2: is never Fields is never dropping past like the third round.
1: Like, oh, in, and, in, and I'm, in, I'm not gonna have him in any leagues.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, y'all
1: can keep him then if he's going that high. Yeah, super so, flex got-
0: startup. And it, those QBs are going to be going in the super flex startup. They're too valuable. Well, yeah, that's
1: my point. Like, uh, yeah, I would say they get this, the veteran placeholder in the second round. And then if I have my two running backs then the, the fourth and fifth, I'll take, yeah, I'll take a, at least one receiver there. And then with that other pick, I'll take if field is going well, and shit, give me the judge. Give me Zach Wilson. Give me, I don't know who else falls, the infamous Winston, maybe, or just there that's like a. Dude, was better value to me than taking a fields or something in the third see that's what's crazy because one those
0: guys would have to be your starters
1: like at that Which, point we were just mentioning yeah it's my super flex starter, i wouldn't be that mad at that because i've got two stud running backs and then and i'll have my receiver room will be pretty decent but i feel like again it goes it's, maybe i'm old school with this thinking but i feel like in any fantasy league whether it's super flex or not having that strong backfields that that's the that's the foundation, man. I, I can agree. But. I can agree with it. But here's the thing:
2: if say we do a draft and the rookies are this is after because this episode when you when you go when do you think this episode's coming out before the draft?
0: It's become before the draft.
2: Okay, so when you got when this episode comes out, this is the mentality that we have before this draft comes out. Because once once the draft happens. There's gonna be a ton of a ton of uh, young rookies that and like that's where you could really get some of these guys out of value. Like there's gonna be someone who would definitely take a Malik Willis, even if he's not even if he's drafted to a spot where he has to compete for a starting job. The hype always makes people grab this type of guy over a Mac Jones, over a Trevor Lawrence, guys that were the hotness last year. They haven't really shown us yet. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's a really Here's leapers.
0: Yeah. I mean, here's the big difference is what I feel. All right, so, like, even in a 12-team league, you know, like, we're talking around, like, 60-ish, you know, QBs that are probably going to be drafted because, I mean, backups are being drafted, you know, these rookies who may be third string, you know, when they first come in the league. You know, all those guys are going to be drafted. It's the cheapest you're going to be able to get those guys. You're really never going to be able to get a QB off of the waivers unless they're like a third or four string QB that no one thinks is ever going to play. You know that year, like that guy Mannion or whatever. You know, like there's a couple guys last year. Tyler and, Tyler Hunley. <laughs> nah, he was dra- I mean, he was drafted. Yeah, I was saying, mean, was anyway, still, COVID,
1: was- COVID. probably will be a thing this year, so that's even worse as far as like not being able to get guys off the wire. Oh, hold on, hold on. But think of the running backs, though. I mean, COVID's not
0: going to be a thing. I hope you're right.
1: Yeah, uh, I, like, I, I hope, hope I'm, I'm right, think. too. I'm going to knock on wood here because, man, I don't to jinx that. That still exists. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I know it still exists. But... I just, the cases have hopefully dropped enough. Yeah, know, I, I can success.
2: agree with that. I mean, it, year two was a disaster for COVID in the NFL because so many more motherfuckers got it this year because –
1: they yeah, bro, it was spread like wildfire. If you like
2: vaccinated, you know. That's another rabbit hole. But
1: like, yeah, I was like, crazy. Corky Kirk Cousins got it. I'm pretty sure he was of uh, like. A, I don't know if he did. He get nah, he was he, he a
2: vaccinated guy.
1: He was an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wentz too, I think, had that door he almost missed the game. Or and then Rogers, you know, a lot of guys. But hopefully, we won't have that this year. Let's let's hope to God that doesn't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. But well, so here's, here's my thinking, though. I mean, with the QBs, I mean, you got, like, around 60. You know I mean? There's only 32 that are starters, and every, you know, all 32, you're probably not going to want to actually, like, start, like, on your team. I mean, when you add the super flex, that's what makes these QBs, like, a lot more scarce. Like, the running backs aren't as scarce as the QBs. Like, you could get solid running backs who are good and like, you know, I mean, zero RB or whatever. Just the nice shelf life definitely. just won't be there, right? Okay. It's not going to be.
2: Yeah, because that's why that's why they fall in a dynasty startup.
0: Right, right.
2: Like, I'd say I, I can't argue with Spencer in the sense that he the guys he named, like if I'm getting Taylor and or Harris. But see, that's another thing, too, is like there's probably not a scenario in a startup where you'll be able to get both of them. You know what I mean?
0: And even like, then, Taylor, two years in the league, like how many more years does he have? He won first 31? overall, right? And and, and uh, you the one we just did, the one we damn.
1: Did. I mean, even I couldn't go that far. As much as I've been pushing for running backs, yeah, like I said, those top four QBs and super flex—that yeah. to me is a no-brainer.
2: See, see and of course, it's a case by case. Uh, uh, it's case by case, right? But like, man, the it's always. The second year running backs, like, I took Harris. How about this? Harris in a third round reversal, for those of y'all know that what that is. I was 11 overall, and I took Harris with the second pick of the third round. The person before me took Cam Akers, and this, this was, like, last June, right? So, obviously, Cam Akers died on him, like, weeks later, you know what I mean? But, like, it was just crazy to me because... You know, there were so many people going in on the QBs, and you know, just the recency bias and startup—it's no different from redraft. You know what I mean? People are going to push up whoever was the top. DK was a DK's one as, as far as the, the, the sixth round in one of our joints.
1: Wow. I mean, if you bro, if you go back, a that's couple what of I'm years saying, ago, bro. Yeah, he could get your like number one wide receiver. Over. He
2: was yeah, one you, you go back a year over. ago, he was like he was a top twelve pick.
1: You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Not- yeah, people are going crazy over him, but yeah, that's why in these startups you can get a lot of post-type value. Yeah, well, that's like- why I go for the QBs early
0: because, like, you can't miss, especially in Dynasty. Like, you just cannot miss. It's even more important that you hit on those first three picks. So, I mean, a lot of times, what I'm trying to do, if I have a pick after, like the fifth pick, or after when I don't get one of those QBs that we. Like really feels going to be a surefire guy for at least ten years and probably outlast all of our dynasty leagues. I'm trying to trade out of the first round. You just got to find the right person who's going to pay up, you know, for that. Because if I get two or three picks, like if if I can get like a second and a third for that first, or a second and a fourth, I'll probably or, do it all day. Or a four, five, and a six. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, I probably wouldn't do that. That's far. No, because isn't yeah, that what? Isn't that what you God, pay? Me. Didn't you so I ended up – no, I ended up getting a third or fourth. Well, the, in the quarterbacks series. will be going oh, okay. at that point. Oh, three, four, yeah, and six. Okay, yeah, three, three four, and six. That's four.
1: what it was. But, yeah, I would, I would want at least the top. I'd probably want a second, fourth, and a sixth. Well, here's the
2: thing is, I, see, this was this was actually a great trade, and I I, I jock this trade a lot because it was also position-wise where he was. Hustler was the – he was the 12th overall, Right. So he had, mm-hmm. and then he had the one. He so he had the two hundred one as well, right? And then, the three hundred one. Then he's the three hundred one because it's the third round reversal. Oh yeah, so, yeah. That
1: that's always a that's yeah. always been a quirk to me. That third round, I'm like, what is this? But so uh, he tra- it's so, just so it
0: do- it's just so the number one team doesn't get extra stacked.
2: Yeah, and and listen, I, being that being a top three in a third round reversal, you're still okay.
1: But yeah, wait. What about the third round? First thing. Well, doesn't that actually that well? That to me would help the. Uh, I would if, it, if I that would game. rather the twelve in that case yeah. because yeah. then you get you get the one twelve, the two one, and the three one. Yeah, it's the only. It's the only draft spot that has three picks in the top twenty five picks. Yep. And then yeah, like- because like yeah, because then if your top, uh, you know, top. 24, like, you know, first you get, uh, you know, two top 24 picks, but then you don't pick again in, like, the end of the third. Like, that's kind of shitty. I know you're getting the uh, you'll be getting one of those surefire QG's, but still, it's like
0: but that's Ooh, what man. it that's what it is. It makes it – so, I mean, just think about that for a redraft
1: league. Yeah. What's the
0: position that most likely wins? Number one, and it's because they got three picks. Well, I, ain't a re- top now, top I don't pick.
1: know in a redraft. I find a lot of times a person with pick one doesn't win. I find that a lot of times. It's very rare that – because it seems like number one they – the number one pick in redraft a lot of times doesn't live up to it. Like, look at CMC these past couple of years. I well, agree with you. About, I, I'm, I'm talking you about mean. it as a whole, not just
0: in, like, the couple leagues that we may play in, though. Like, okay, I'll say this.
2: In one of the leagues I won in a super flex redraft, I was number two. The other ones, I was all in the back of the first round. Like, and it just, so to get that quick swing around, it really mattered to me. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it makes a difference.
2: Yeah. And and like, especially in the super flex, because I have a rule where I don't want to go into the fourth round without two of my QBs already.
0: You know what I mean? Well, that's what I was going to say. So we already talked about the first three rounds. Let's talk about like rounds four through like round eight. You know, I mean, that's where you're really like beefing up your squad. Like, what are you trying to do at that point? Bogey. Okay. okay, I really like,
2: like, this is where I really, I really hit it with like one of each. So if, if I'm, if I'm getting into, if like I said, I have a rule of thumb. I don't like going into the fourth round in a super flex without already having two QBs secured. So that one other piece that I have is is is, is either a running back or a receiver and more than likely it's a receiver in, in a in a dynasty started, right? And then that's why I just start I just start going I start hitting them off one at a time. If if I have to go three receivers every week, if that's mandatory, i that usually makes my decision over a running back like I gotta keep getting these receivers because you need to have three of them motherfuckers because that's what, what the format calls for, right? If the format's not that way I love doing the balanced approach just all the way. Best player available on what I need specifically. So if I took the receiver this time, hey, it better be a damn good receiver the next time I come around or else I'm going to be like, I'm going to take this best running back available. You know what I mean? And it's also got, and also, you know me, y'all know me personally. I I, I also just have a list of guys I just won't fuck with. You know what I mean? Like to a degree, like they really got a fall where I'm not gonna pay a certain. Just like what, like I said, I don't, I never had Lamar Jackson after a while, that first year, you know what I mean. After that first blow up year, I just wasn't gonna have him because he was gonna cost too much, you know what I mean. And then like, like uh, though I feel like rounds four through eight is where you find your post hype guys, you know. You, this is where you find your guys that people were paying up for the year before, but they, they're coming off of a bad year. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like Saquon, like last year was Joe Mixon. This year it's Saquon. I, I, I end up with these guys. If it pans out, if it doesn't pan out, I'm mad as fuck because I'm like, fuck Saquon, right? <laughs> but I have so much Saquon in these startups this year because it's like, Damn, it's criminal to get him this this late for what he could be. And then, you know, people might say, oh, well, he, not only did he fall because of a bad year, but it's his age, too. Hey, I mean, shit. If I'm going, quote-unquote, zero RB, that means my QBs are good, my receivers are good. That means my focal point of the next rookie drafts probably young running backs because those are the things, to me, you got to recycle every every other year. You know what I mean? And you know what
0: I really think is running backs are probably going to be the easiest position to trade for as well, because everyone's always trying to trade an aging running back for something else. Yeah, and that's a good it, point. And spe- uh, so it really depends on the format. But you know, the leagues that we got, I mean, we have two QBs. Well, I mean, super flex and a, and a QB. And then we got two running backs, we got three wide receivers, and then we got three flexes in there. So, The running backs, I mean, their shelf life is just the shortest out of everyone. So, I mean, I feel like that RB2 spot is probably, like, the most meaningless spot, like, on the entire team because I feel like it would be so easy to shuffle through people just to mix in someone in there that if you're, like, really, really solid on your wide receivers that you could get carried without having, like, two solid running backs. Just having one solid one and then a bunch of guys that you get after round eight, after round nine, like double-digit guys. I'm
2: in this league. Uh, we're doing a slow draft to his TDs league. One of the dudes, he was third overall. He cracks it off with Jonathan Taylor. He comes all the way back around, gets CMC. Comes back around again on the quick turnaround. And uh, uh, uh mind you, like I said, he had to wait. It's a, it's a third-round reversal. So he had to wait and come back all the way around. So second pick gets CMC. Swings back around, gets Joe Mixon. Then now it's yeah. the regular turnaround. Comes back. Then he takes, uh, he takes um, uh, Josh Jacob. Then he takes, uh, he comes back around again. Uh, he takes Leonard Fournette. Then he comes back <laughs> around. I think it was Elijah Mitchell. Either way, he had no receivers and he has six running backs. And this shit is modeled exactly like you said the format you said three receivers, two running backs, three flex and and the superplex and a QB. Right. So what's crazy about that is like, now this man is obligated to start all five. Right. Which is yeah. awesome. It's nasty, but that might not last more than a year. With with it's to run. It's running backs. I mean,
0: he's got, he's got to turn those into some, uh, he's got to find some trade targets, you know? Yeah, for that and, also.
2: and then I remember the whole, once we got into to round five and he has five running backs, and I have, I have uh, uh, two QBs already. I draft, you know, I, I I come to another point where I draft another one. and I keep hitting them with QB trades for one of his big dog running backs because I'm like, this guy's gonna fill it at one way or another. And maybe as long as I'm the guy who kept hitting them up with, with like trade offers, he might keep me in mind because he kept denying my shit because he's so enamored. Like, oh, I'm gonna win this shit. Like, he's looking at like when you, that's what's funny about these these startups too is like. You might be able to build a team that you'll never be able to build and redraft, but that's that's not redraft. You know what I mean? This, this is a team that you're going to potentially have for years, and even though we might not put too much, you know, we might not put too much, um, what's the word I'm looking for, too much uh, eggs in that basket, like, oh, it's for years, dynasty. You know what I mean? I, I'm just saying the running backs, they're the most volatile. So, bro, not everyone's Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott's been doing it for a long time. Look at Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley came in the game, what? One year before him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Todd Gurley didn't hit the scene, really, till 2017. And it only lasted maybe uh, two and a half seasons. Because by the 2019 midseason, CJ
0: Anderson was already in there.
2: And they were trying to hide the fact that Todd Gurley was a bum. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. That's why, man. I mean, you, you get up, you get up around four years for these running backs. I mean, when the average lifespan of a running back is two and a half years, it's like when you get to four years, you're already playing with like house money, you know, at that point. And yeah. you really don't know what's going to happen. Like some of these guys really, really flop when it comes to that and start nosediving. Cause if you lose just a little bit of that quickness, you know, you're done in the NFL. These defenders. What, what, the and then like,
2: This is why I will agree with Spencer when he said Jonathan Taylor and or Harris in the first round. Cause not only are they younger than a motherfucker, they're actually like load carrying target getting motherfuckers. Like they're what we want from the days of old. Cause we don't have running backs like that no more. You know, we used to be spoiled spoiled where we had a young Zeke. We had like, it was like young Zeke. Um, Young David Johnson.
0: Uh, Todd uh, Gurley, left, Lev Cole, Bell. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Go back uh, to uh, AP. Uh, AP had people spoiled for a whole show Yeah, Sean McCoy,
1: like, Jamal, Charles. There's
2: not too many of them. <laughs> yeah, but, And then, and then now, now, now look at this. Even Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was drafted
0: 2016. And he had to sit for two years for real, for real. That's like, the only reason why he hasn't hit a wall. And a lot of people no. think he's really going to hit one this year.
1: Look at my—I mean, he hit a wall
0: last year, really Man, hard.
1: coming off the foot.
0: He hit a—he hit a wall last year,
2: and he was on pace for like like 400 touches. It would have been like a career high with 17 games. You know who used to get 400 touches all the time, and it didn't last that long either. It was Marshawn Lynch.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: And Marshawn wasn't Lynch, it just those two years with the Seahawks that he got those back to back? So it was it was the 13? It was a a 12, 13, and 14. So it was three years. I want to say 12, he got close to uh, 400,
0: but yeah. he, he And you was, got and, was... and besides that, you got to go back to like fucking Larry Johnson, uh, Ricky Williams. Priest you know, Holmes. For like, yeah, for like guys who were doing Oh, actually, that.
2: Priest Holmes was still sharing to a degree too, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, the days of that style running back are completely gone. Like the days
1: of the workhorse running back, they don't exist anymore. Oh, they do. They're just real hard to find. Like, they're just, they're scarce. But well, yeah, back in the 2000s, that was like half the league were workhorse were running back, which is why I would still be an advocate for, for taking one in the first round because there's just so few of them. Where the quarterbacks, another point I like to make about the quarterbacks is that, like, they've got, you know, you've got, even if you don't take, like, two of the, like, Top, you know, QB ones like a lot of people like dude, you could still you could get like a Derek Carr, a Corky Kirk Cousins, guys that are solid guys that are consistent and that play every game. Yeah, they're not flashy like a Trey Lance or whatever with all the upside, but I'd almost I like rather a guy that. like that.
2: I'm not mad at that crop in startup dynasty, especially super flex, because nine times out of ten in a single QB dynasty. The Corky Kirks of the world, the Derek Cars, those are guys that people are going to look as like backups. You know what I'm saying? Now you're looking at these guys as, as your second starter, or po- possibly if you're waiting, those are the crops with the extremely high upside being those guys you wait on. Because Corky Kirk and Derek Carr, they're going to sling it a lot.
0: Yeah. We. <laughs> The days of like Derek Carr and Corky Kirk being drafted as QB twenty though are gone. Yeah, they're gone. Now we we got Carr with Adams, and now we got Cousins with With Justin Jefferson, Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Like those guys are being drafted, you know, as high QB twos. And I mean, I'm looking at our recent draft; they both went in the fourth round.
1: Yeah, but well, I like that. I like that version because I could get in the rounds one and three. I could get. Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon. Then round two, I could get Matt Stafford and uh, Derek Carr. And then rounds five through eight, load up my receiving room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know what's crazy is
2: Hus. I've seen him construct different teams because he is like, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, be water in drafts, right? But like, I've seen him a lot in a lot of instances. Take take those value running backs, like, like, bro, when you're looking at a Nick Chubb in the fourth round, like, you almost can't pass it if you, if you haven't took a running back yet, you know what I mean? And yeah. then, like, you know, he'll stack with the Keenan Allens and, the, you know, some of these veteran receivers that are going to get a ton of targets, you know what I mean? Because he went QB early, too, to secure those, you know what I mean? Or he might have went Kelsey. Like, that. that's another thing, too, is, like, Kelsey's one of those guys, it don't matter about the fucking age. You know what I mean? If you're getting Kelsey and, and any anywhere out of the first round, to me, that's still value even in a, a dynasty starter because just for what he's going to finish as. I know it's easier to say it in hindsight because people only say this in hindsight. You know what I mean? But, like, man, that's one of those guys that just never fails at the position.
0: You know what I mean? Whether it's tight end premium or if you just play with the tight end slot. I mean, he's a premium because there's really, you know, only a couple guys that are on his level. I, I mean, what do you, Spencer, what do you think about that? If I play in a league with tight ends or a tight end premium, I'm really trying to put an emphasis on the tight end early or or just pushing it off and getting like six, you know, tight ends later. But what's uh, what's your thoughts on the tight end?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the tight ends the deal the uh the tight end premium uh you give me a little refresher on that exactly how it so how uh, in
0: the tight end premium it's usually um the tight ends get more points per reception,
1: whether it's like yeah, house so. oh, okay, one okay. point per reception
0: okay, more than okay. a wide receiver. Well I'll running. tell you
1: what, then I like that tight end premium thing, even though there's not a tight end slot, I would if it's tight in premium I'm much rather to take the tight end early in that because, shoot, with that you get the bonus and you put them in your flex and it's like you're getting an absolute stud in one of those flex spots. So, yeah, Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, Waller the Baller are guys that I'm looking at there in that, like, probably third round would be better, but, shoot, maybe even second for Kelsey or Andrews if it's tight end premium. Because with a single tight end slot for that one, I would... I'd probably just, like you said, maybe just wait and then grab like three or four speculative guys later. Because
0: that's what sucks about the tight end. I mean, when we're talking redraft, tight end is just one of those positions. I mean, most people, you're, you're either going after a Kelsey or a top guy or you literally just punt the position and you stream. But in Dynasty, you can't fucking stream because all the starters, they're taken up by other squads. So that's one of the things that sucks. If you play in the league with tight ends... Um, like, the, the way that I do it, I like doing tight end premium. Having no solidified tight end spot, you just mix them into the extra flex spot. But, yeah, if you are, like, in a spot where you have to stream tight ends, it, it's just not going to be a fun season. Yeah,
2: I agree. And, and here's another thing, too, man. Like, with the tight end premiums, I love stuff like that, like especially in our leagues, man. Tight end premium, and there's no tight end spot. You got to put them in your flex. There'll be motherfuckers that are just, they'll, they'll go in early because of the premium and stack multiple of them. It's funny, dude. There's a guy in one of our leagues uh, that I'm drafting right now. That same league that I was talking about with this guy has six running backs to start off. There's another guy. He went, he went, uh, he went Mark
0: Andrews and Kelsey. Then he went and got Kittle later. You know what I mean? And like and he's forced uh, to play them at all three flexes. But man, you're getting double the points for every reception. Like yeah, and this one, pretty pretty? it's a
2: tight end premium, and this one, it's one point per reception, and then two points. So it's a full extra point for the tight end. Two point perception, two point per reception for the tight end. So, and it, you know, me, I'm always the, I'm that antagonist where I'm like. You know, just like the guy with all the running backs, I'm over here trying to offer this guy one of my. You know, I was trying to give him one of my QBs, and I was trying to get Kelsey up off him. And he was like, "Well, I draft him in the second round." I'm like, that's your fault. You know
1: I mean? <laughs> well, you
0: know what's dope about Dynasty, especially if you have more and more positions like this, you can win with any strategy that you want. You just really <laughs> got to hit on your fucking picks and not get a bunch of injuries. Yeah. And like you know, this guy he stood he stood his ground. He was like, "Listen, man,"
2: and he didn't he didn't grab his first QB till the seventh round. It was Matt Wright. and then he ended up with Carson Wentz, and then he also ended up with uh, Marcus Mariota. Like this guy was just like scraping, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> yeah. and and the rest of his team looks good, you know what I'm saying? But like you know, like he's gonna make perhaps for years to
0: come because he did that. He's, he's gonna, gonna to come play off play. one of those tight ends for a QB, as yeah, or he's idea. gonna
2: like be stubborn and try to prioritize getting QBs in super flex rookie drafts. You got to be up high. That means you got to lose to get this priority these picks. You know what I mean? Or trade
0: yeah, or trade. Yeah, because yeah, last so. year's last year's QB class, I mean, it's not going to be too many QB classes like that ever. Ever. You're going to have like six guys who can come out and are probably going to be in the league for a handful of years. That just doesn't happen. Who came often. out in the Burrow
2: year?
1: Herbert uh, Tua.
2: Burrow,
1: Herbert Tua. I, was, I think it may have been one other one. Athlete. That was a solid no class. one. Wor-
0: no one worth mentioning.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, my point is, though, you know, if Tua shows us something, Jalen Hurts. Is,
0: oh, Jalen Hurts.
2: Okay. And Jalen Hurts what's sad is he just forever feels like a place. Wait, was him. that the Jordan Love year too? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like he's he's fucking sh- irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And you know what's funny? Here's another thing too, is that when, when 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 blurbs come out, there was one about a possible a possible draft day trade involving Jordan Love to the Seahawks somehow. And I read this shit and I know other people read it too because that same day someone drafted Jordan Love in the slow draft. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's how effective it is, right? Like this information is like, what? Yeah, well, I tell you I, what you, yeah, I
1: think I'd rather take a shot on Jordan Love than Drew Locke. Yeah, fuck Drew yeah. Locke. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I know that ain't I'm saying like, I'm much, but you. hell, at least Love I might have a little something. Me and Heavy, he's learned under the two-time defending MVP, Drew Locke, is yeah, he's just so, so, <laughs> so I
2: know when people watch this episode, they're looking for, the, especially people that are beginners and and, and when it comes or like you know doing dynasty. You might not be a beginner in fantasy, but doing dynasty for the first time. I know you guys are telling us like if you're looking for a blueprint from one of us, right? Um, I would assume the viewers they would love us to tell. But the whole thing is that hustler said the best. There might not be one specific strategy that works but you know i mean there's just certain rules that i would make for yourself like yeah in my instance for my case
0: just like randy says in scream there are certain rules that one must abide by yeah (laughs) like please
2: don't do it to yourself
0: with the qbs if
2: you're doing a super flex dynasty startup
0: because I i just say don't punt any position in a dynasty like don't do that that, that's a redraft-like type of thing where you can punt a position. And Dynasty, don't
1: do it to yourself. You'll fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah, try to be balanced because I feel like I always go back to this. I mean, even in redraft, this is a thing I try to do. I try and come away from the draft feeling like I can win the league with this team. I don't want to come away from the draft feeling like, oh, shit, I got to make moves. three, four trades. Yeah, I don't want to be like that. I want to. I mean, if I have injuries, well, then, yeah, I'll have to make moves. But as long as I don't have injuries, I want to be able to just rock with my guys.
2: I feel like I want to make trades in this hustle league
1: I'm doing right now. <laughs> you always try to make trades, bogey. I know, but see, That's your style. You just stay making moves. <laughs> no one, no one here, ever wants to trade with me in those leagues, though. It's, it's funny. Yeah, they probably see it and they're like, oh, yeah, Bogey. Well, bogey. see, here's see, the thing. On with it. Here's the thing. When you
0: want to trade, nobody wants to trade with you. When you don't want to trade, then everybody wants to trade with you. Cause you know what else, you know, what's so crazy is like, I'm looking at the team
2: I've like just off the top of my head. I went, okay. So here, so how about this? I'm number two overall. And I get, you know, the first guy goes Taylor. So I get my crack at it. And I, you know, but I, I have everyone there for me because I wouldn't have never went Taylor. And I was like, okay, I was hoping someone would have cracked off Josh Allen or Mahomes. Because then I can decide, because I wanted Herbert just for diversity's sake, because I'm in a lot of dynasty leagues. Because I really, it's splitting hairs to me when it comes to those top four QBs, for right? Sure. Yeah. So I just go ahead and take the stallion because I'm like, you know what? Let's just go with the rushing. And he's already yeah. proven. It's, it's almost like as long as he doesn't get hurt, you, you're never disappointed, right? Yeah. And then I swing back around and I take CD Lamp. And that was the, and you know, my, it's, it's the third round reversal. So it took a long way to get to me, and my thought process there was like CeeDee Lamb or Devontae Adams, and I'm, this is already Devontae Adams is already with the Raiders, and as I just I'm, I'm I'm weighing all these things out in my head, I'm like you know what, I'm just gonna go youth here with a guy who should be the number one quote unquote, right, and then immediately after, I don't like how the next guy takes Adams and it
0: just it kind of puts me on tilt the rest of the way. I'm like, fuck, I should have just, took, cause some Cowboys. Okay. Hold on. Uh, cause you, you kind of told me this, you felt like you've been playing catch up the entire time or may, maybe that's not the exact words that you got, but that's like what I got from what you told me. Why is that though? Like what, what could you have done different for everyone who may be in a startup right now and has that feeling like I'm trying to play catch up. What do you think did it to yourself and what could you have done different to not let that happen. Well, okay. In this case, I didn't say – I
2: I didn't feel like I was playing catch-up in this particular league. But I remember telling you that, like, I I always wanted to get CeeDee Lamb, but there was always somebody (laughs) – Stu, shout-out to Stu, (laughs) right? (laughs) Stu always will just take him
0: if he's there for him. And Stu's not even in this league either, which is even fun. No,
2: so like I was like, "Wow, well, I can get C.D. Lamb for fucking goddamn once in my life." You know what I mean? And then I swear I didn't like when I I felt dirty when I did that because it's like this: the C.D. Lamb didn't lift to the hype, but it also was like the post-hype wasn't going to drop him too much further. He wouldn't never came back to me because also.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't have because you would because you're waiting the whole round at that. Yeah, point. it's in, in
2: the third round reversal. My second round pick it goes the other way after. You know, I'm second overall, so that means I'm a let. I'm in this. Uh, so it goes, it goes from right to left. I mean, it goes from left to right. Right, I'm second overall. Then when then it goes from uh, twelve. What is that? From two one, then it goes to two twelve. Then three one reverses it all, so now I'm coming back the other way.
0: Yeah, you got the two eleven and the three eleven. Yep. Then it, exactly. So this was a big decision for me. Do I take? Do
2: I take Adams, who theoretically uh, could have like you know maybe three, four, five good years. He's he's thirty years old. Or he'll be thirty in December, right? But the likelihood of that, I wouldn't bet on that. I'd say maybe he has three good years, consistent even, like consecutive. Don't be discouraged when it comes to getting some of these elder statesmen receivers because they, they're they not elder statesmen running backs. Right. You know what I mean? The rece- mm-hmm. I went for the younger receiver. I probably, in a lot of instances, would have
0: felt better, you know, getting uh, Joe Mixon over uh, CeeDee Lamb. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, here's what's crazy. So for me, the drop off really starts at about 26 for running backs, but I don't feel like the wide receiver drop off comes until 32. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, shit.
2: You got guys, you got guys like Mike Williams, who I know you're not that big on, but he he goes, you know, after after 24 half the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, he goes around that range. You know what I mean? So. Yep. You know, and he, he's a guy that can be, like, a top five guy for all we fucking know. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: Just and Cooper the- Cup's like, 29, you know? Like, isn't Adams, like, 29 or 30, you know? Like, I mean, you yeah. can't yeah. hate on guys that are still going to be good for two or three years in a dynasty league
1: who are still going to be,
0: like, wide receiver ones. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: people worry too much about that. I mean, like, Cooper Cup. like, I know a lot of people say, oh, Jefferson and – chase for sure over him which i agree i'd take them over him but to me he's he's still tier one right up there with those two yeah you know? just don't
2: just i would say just don't grab cooper cup like he's like it's
0: redraft grab I him mean, shit if you grab okay hold on Let, let's say if someone grabbed cooper cup at the back end of round one how mad at that are we really
1: i, I, grabbed, ain't him mad. Two,
0: <laughs> I grabbed him at the two two
1: yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that version. Early second round. That's a that's, there's value there for this, sure. This
2: was the one instance because you also got to get a feel for the room. Right. And I was number 9 overall. Uh no, 9 10. Yeah, I was number 9. So I got him at the 9 10 11 12. So I got him at the the 2 4 or 2 3. Okay. 2 4. I'm sorry. Right? So I didn't get him at the 2 2. I got him at the 2 4. But I looked at it the first four QBs, they go off the board like they should, right? Yeah. Then there's no QBs taken after that. And I, so I take Jefferson and then it's, then the guy after me takes Lance and then when, and then it goes Adams and it goes Javante and Devante. Then, <laughs> then the guy who took Lance took Kyler Murray, which is funny because he probably could have took Kyler Murray, then Lance. But then like, and shout out to TD because then he 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 proceeded to be like, "Yeah, I got Kyler Murray at a value." It's like, listen, you could have done it either way. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, and then, see, and, here,
0: and so here's uh, here's another league that I was in uh, where I had the 101, and I went the Stallion. Cooper Cup went all the way to the 212, and that's how I started my draft with Josh Allen and Cooper Cup. Nice. And,
2: and see, and see n- n- now, look at this. Um. I got I started my in the third round in a third round reversal. That's when I got Matthew Stafford. So yes. I was at the front of the third round. So I was happy to pay that for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, I I essentially I eventually acquired um Trevor Lawrence in the sixth. And then I and then I paid a, a ninth rounder for Tom Brady. Cause it was just criminal that he was still there, you know what I mean? But yeah. these things never happened because look at what did I pay for Tom Brady in this league, this other league we're doing? Fourth? A fourth rounder from. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because someone else Q- would have taken him. Well, because the QBs were gone already. You know what I mean? So yeah. the fact that he was there, I had to do it. You got to get a feel of the room. You know what I mean?
0: That's the yeah, biggest thing out of everything. Even if you don't know your peeps, do some mock drafts so you can kind of see what people do. That's one of the best things that you can do. Organize a mock draft with some guys in your league because guys want to do mock drafts anyways. and That's your chance to kind of see what people do. Get a little lay of the land. Hey, sh- hey shout out to Fornicator. He likes to
2: do that shit all the time. He'd be like, hey, y'all, let's do a mock draft for this rookie draft coming up. I'm like, nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, throw up smoke screens. Yeah, that's true, but still, uh,
2: I mean, I still end up doing them just because I, I I can't help but want to see what they do. You
0: know what I mean? Oh, because yeah.
2: everybody's drafting from where. here's the thing, too. They all start drafting from where they're going to be drafting at. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know.
2: I just – also, at the same time, too, it's like, I just – you know, I never know how I'm finna to feel. Like, i really got to get a feel for the room. And, then, like, if you could do trades, too, like, in-draft in trades – that changes everything up completely.
1: Oh, man, and it Draw, really gets crazy. <laughs> throw
2: everything out the window. And I, I love it like that.
1: But Yeah, yeah I try to I'm all the that. type again, with trade, like and I kind of lay low with that. But sometimes is it, if, if someone approaches me with something that's really good, then I'll be like, well, then, fuck, yeah, I'll take it. You know, if they keep on and then they give me something I want, then, I'll, you know, at first I kind of always rebuff them at first. But if they keep coming at me with – Something we negotiate and it comes out to something good. Well then yeah, I mean you always try always stay open to it. I've learned that even though I'm not a big fan of trading per se. I always keep my keep my DMs open, like, <laughs> hey, it's the funny. Fact like, I
2: guess. Like the fact that I make trades all the time, people will always decline my trades.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's just how it goes. Yeah, and that's then, for those new players out there. Don't get offended if your first offer gets declined. Yeah, that's just always then, how it goes. When motherfuckers want to make
2: a trade, I know I'm one of the first people they think of, so they'll send me shit because they'll be like, he likes trade and they'll send me some garbage. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like, but see, I love that because I mean, me, I don't just decline people's shit. I'm gonna counter them. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, try and counter unless the offer is like absolutely outrageous. <laughs> Listen,
2: I don't care. And then you know what I do when someone sends me a trade offer, I look at whatever, I, I look at it and if I. If I like what they're offering me, but I need to make some adjustments, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I'm still going to send a counter because I'm just going to look at what what do I like that he has.
0: You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, uh, you, you know, know what I mean. I, I hate dealing with trades like that. I just, I, I, just, <laughs> I just don't do it. I, I just won't. And uh, you know why? It's because it's fast trade is a bad trade. It's always been true, and it always will be true. A fast trade is a bad trade, no matter what. But uh, I, I like to relate just any anything that I can back to movies. And for you guys who have seen Dazed and Confused, um, it's when they're at the bar, and it's like the older dude, and, he, and he's talking to the little wily guy. I can't remember his fucking name. He's like that Julie chick. She loves you. And uh, he's like, but you got to play it cool though, all right? Can't let her know that you like her. It's like, so even if she comes and asks you for a ride, you got to say, nah, I, I got my own ride, but maybe I'll see you later. And that's like the secret to trading too. Like you got to play it cool. I mean, yeah, bro. Like when
2: you're when you when you're not as accessible, but here's the thing. I, maybe that's from me being a guy who makes trades all the time. And then when people see that, and when i send them a trade and there's always going to be people they're going to try to villainize you because every, every trades are subjective you can you connect you cannot say if a trade worked out until hindsight this is real talk yep. there's always going to be somebody that says oh you got got or hey you want oh trade, yeah or, they love to the talk
1: and say yeah. that they and think that someone people, got trade raped or whatever
2: like there's guys like you know what i'm saying guys that, that already not even that i'm afraid to say their name they're just not important to even mention but like there's been whole people that will campaign against me because I made a trade with them and the player got hurt. You know what I mean? They're like, they want to. Don't ever accept trades from him.
1: Like I'm just some. Oh, uh, I, I hate that bullshit.
2: Yeah. Here's the thing, too. I'm just gonna always go back to it. If you're not trading, you're not trying. You know what I mean?
1: I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> oh <Go on>, man. Oh, <laughs> I, well, I guess I'm not trying in a lot of my league. <laughs> you know what that's saying
2: you know what that saying the saying is designed to get those people that never trade to trade
1: you know what I mean? yeah well I say why well, the reason I don't trade a lot of leagues because I can usually kill it in the draft but yeah to, yeah I gotta admit in super competitive leagues I usually i mean you I mean the league's so competitive it's impossible to have be stacked in every area so at that point then yeah I'm probably gonna make a trade or two
2: I mean theres some instances where like you could be like positioned next to like a dumbass in the draft and just whatever way you're going in the draft you know whether fours or backwards that motherfucker is always going to reach or do something dumb as fuck. And you just well, I love
1: always... like that. I love when that yeah. happens. I'm like, Because you don't have to worry about getting a snipe. I'm like, yeah, this person's an idiot. He's going to take some guy. <laughs> that's not even on my fucking board.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm never around those guys.
1: Yeah. yeah you even like the home leagues if someone gets drunk or whatever. But, yeah, in the leagues, we play and he ain't going to get that shit. We play in the can't we play man, with I get mad when the big man man no motherfucker I big know that's good on. is around somebody like
2: that. Like, yeah, the only way we're, we're
1: play. gonna play in a
0: league like that is if someone randomly invites us to their work league or some shit like that. But I don't get invited to leagues like that. No one wants to. Yeah, they don't want league. us
1: in there because they know we're gonna take their money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, we got FNT. We got draft coverage coming this week, and the next week we got a bunch of rookie content that's gonna be coming. Now that we that we're gonna know some landing spots, that's gonna
1: be huge. Ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs>
2: Guru, let him know, man. You're doing some cool stuff over there at NOLA right now. Let him know.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, can go, y'all can go check me out. That's Fancy the Guru on all social media platforms as well as bet.nola.com. Where we got all kind of stuff going on. We did a mock draft recently. Went to the Pelicans playoff game recently. So it's, it's really popping off, y'all. We got scouting reports coming, mock draft podcast, just like. It's dummy lit right now, y'all. It's just so busy with the We got all the free draft content you could ever want and need. Y'all go check it out. That's Vince the Guru and bet.nola.com.
2: Awesome. Yeah, and if you guys already know where I'm at, you pro- you, you can try to find me. You probably can't get rid of me. That's really what it is, man.
1: <laughs> uh, the GMN
2: Network on everything. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, yeah, man, come fuck with us on everything.
1: They
0: Playmakers oh, yeah. on
1: Wednesdays.
0: Yeah. And I got two podcasts that you guys got to subscribe to. So go to HustlerPod.com. Go get subscribed to all the fantasy football-isms. And then SSBPod.com, the silver screen breakdown pod for all you movie buffs. All right. We'll see you next video. Peace. Are you ready, Jim? I'm ready. I wow. just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day of hustling.
2: The- you put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last a mile Summertime, summertime, summertime winter time, money grind, grind Yeah, summer. I got the ring, I'm the champ on the genie of the lamp <laughs> but this is the gift I was given So I just live out my hustle like, It's like, right about the Benjamin